Hey everyone, it's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over, you gotta go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, the Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun, it's not always politically correct, and it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where three idiots talk about games casually. And we sell propane and propane accessories. It's video games and video game accessories. Get it right. Dang it, Bobby. (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's Sedge here. And we're doing a podcast. And I'm joined, obviously, by Lightsaber Ninja. I don't even want to do my AK. I'm really enjoying this new chiller intro. (laughs) <laughs> that the it, Hank Hill intro? I didn't even think that was gonna be the intro. I know, but it's it's there. It's it's in. <laughs> By the way, this is Control Freak back from the dead. The other side He's of the back world. from Comic Con. Also that. You all should be happy. You don't have to go through another week of just me and Light talking. <laughs> I don't know. What I think the... that's basically the same thing. Dead Comic Con. Pretty much. And we'll we do that later. Full disclosure, we are not allowed to discuss any of the details, but he has been cast as Plastic Man. He has. And Reed Richards. Somehow at the same time. I mean, they're pretty much the same guy. Well, I can't say they're the same guy. And Those superpowers get crazy. <laughs> so, Munich, I know you've been away. At Comic-Con, so I suppose this question doesn't pose much to you unless you've played anything, but we'll get to that later. Light, what have you been playing this week? So, I'm still stuck playing both Fallout Shelter and Vampire Fall Origins. I really gotta learn game's title for as much. Um, Are you talking about Vampire? Like, V-A-M-P-Y-R? No, No, No. I asked him that same question last week. it's a mobile game. Shows how much you listen. You're excused, though, because of Comic-Con. Uh, but no, it's it's a mobile RPG that's made by a small team, but actually a good game. Oh, interesting. It's like, a, it's like Baldur's Gate. I kind of fucked around with it a little bit. I'm not very far in it, though. It's pretty difficult. Um, yeah, I like it. And then in addition to that, I, I picked up Mario Odyssey. Been playing the shit out of Mario Odyssey. I'm almost. I've almost beat it. I'm at the end. And uh, how are you? How are you liking it so far? I think I hate it. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I know that it. I know that it has like universal love, and people are like, oh, it brings back every jump from all the best Mario's, and there's so much cool stuff. First off, I don't understand the coordination of the people who do the crazy shit. Where they're like bouncing all around to get up walls and to places that they shouldn't be. Um, bouncing off their own hats. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I mean, I can sort of do that, but yeah, I don't know how they do it midair multiple times. Um, and uh, I hate the motion controls. You you still got to use them whenever it's in tablet mode, like handheld mode. And like, I'm not gonna play this game like it's a Wii game. Stop trying to turn everything into a Wii game early Switch titles. Um, and I don't know. I just I really hate this game. Well, that that's a shame. I mean, I know it invoked a lot of people what uh, uh, Mario 64 had for them, but without the hub world and all of that. You know, they get a lot of flack, but I can honestly say I think the new Super Mario Brothers games are superior. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just can't do 3D Mario. I mean, they're completely different styles of gameplay, though. Like, even though they're just platformers, the 2D Mario is a different style of platformer than the 3D one, so it all comes down to personal taste for that, and I understand if you like that more, because that's more yeah. classic Mario. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that gets me, though, is, like, um, it's one of the things I, I kind of like about the Switch is the sensitivity of the sticks, although due to their placement... It's hard to be using those uh, face buttons without moving the camera. Right. Uh, it's also really hard for me to be precise in movement when the slightest breath on the left stick will move me. Yeah. Have you uh, suffered from any of that Joy-Con drift that's been t talked about? Yeah. It's. Uh, I feel like, like you got games that you've played, so like it's weird that twice now we've touched on... Uh, something related to my news time but yeah. i did actually have really bad joy-con drift to the point where we were about to send it back but i was able to fix it just by recalibrating oh well, that's good yeah if only that worked for everyone else yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's a big oversight on nintendo but you know what this is the one case where for all of my gripes about how nintendo is right now i kind of understand that this is this was unavoidable because they did something really cool with when they designed the joystick. Hmm. So, hmm. new technology is always fucky. Yeah, that that's true. And I'm sure in the next iteration of the Joy-Cons, they'll fix it completely. Oh, and an update to last week. The new SKU, the regular Switch that's going to phase out the old one that has the better battery life, drops... Next month. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, literally the day after recording, they confirmed it. Well, they didn't confirm it. Well, they someone was confirmed. It, it, it was, was confirmed. confirmed. Yeah. yeah, and it's up to nine hours, which is two more hours than the mini, which is, or the light, which is supposed to have a better battery life. Which officially makes the light completely useless, but we covered it's that absolutely all last week. a toy for children now. That's it. Yep. Is it going to be cheaper, though? It is. It's going to be well, about $100 no. cheaper than the standard Switch. I think he means the new SKU, and no, it's going to replace the $300 one. Right. Well, no, I meant the uh, the Mini. If that's, if that's Oh, the to light like is cheaper by 100 bucks, but it's hampered by so much more. Right. Yeah. Which we we did go over for quite a bit last week. Yeah, apparently I talked for almost 45 minutes about all my problems. 
It was 45 minutes. It wasn't almost. It was 45 minutes. Jesus. <laughs> I have the timestamps. Okay. Yeah, so I covered everything wrong with the light last week. <laughs> uh, so, was, was I've it been, titled uh, Light Rages Against the Light? Uh, yeah. Seethed. It was light seethes the, the light. That is a really hard word to say. Yeah, you know what? It's a pun that works better in type. I'm sorry. It does. Light loathe it... the light. Well, see, you know, it's like I see the light, but on this one, I was seething the light. Yeah. We need a rim shot play right here. <laughs> um. So I I've been playing a couple things this week that aren't Sea of Thieves for once. Oh. Yeah. I started uh, going pretty hardcore into The Witcher, or The Witcher 3, I oh, should say. The first one? No, no, I don't have that kind of patience or time. Nobody plays the first one. <laughs> um, if anything, I would have gone... No, I don't. You're right. I keep forgetting. I am learning this game. I am literally six hours into the game. Get off my back. Get good, bro. I am trying. It's going places. Oh, you're trying. You're just not succeeding. No, no, I am not. Six hours of dying. But yeah, no, so I've been playing that, having a lot of fun with it. Um, You know, I don't have to go on a rant about how The Witcher is fucking awesome. Because I'm pretty sure everybody already knows that. Or else Cyberpunk wouldn't be getting the love that it's getting True. Yeah, it's also uh, the game that knocked off Dragon Age Inquisition from being, you know, heralded at all. That's also true. I've also been wanting to go back and play that recently. Because I feel like I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I feel like I didn't give Inquisition enough of a chance. I it felt I played through that game three separate times because, it, like, I had it on console, and then I got it on PC and then I switched to a different PC and lost all my data. It's a great game. Oh, I just spent way too much time playing the same parts over and over and over. Also, get out of Hinterlands as soon as you can. Yeah, Inquisition is a real shame. It was. I mean, I know a lot of people liked it, but I know at the same time it was also massively disappointing to fans of Dragon Age 1 and 2. Well, it's way better than 2, at least, because everybody hated 2. I didn't... I honestly only played Origins and Inquisition. No, it's never the crime. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much all... Oh, right. The other thing I've been playing... I uh I picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Ew. I mean, ooh, please share. <laughs> I liked Ultimate Alliance one and two. Of course, I was gonna pick up three, and you know what? It's more Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And that's so, exactly why I refused to buy it. I mean, that that's and the lack fine. of ability to buy it, but whatever. Yeah. That that's a big hindrance, but I'm I'm not gonna say it's a bad game. I'm not very far in it, so we'll see next week when I've gotten farther. But so far, I'm digging it. 
I will say I do hate the boss fight system because you have to like stagger an enemy to do like any kind of significant damage to them. So you can wail on them for five minutes, stagger them, and then do two hundred damage. Oh my god! Which dude, is there's this a... fucking move in Mario where you have to whip both Joy Cons to the side uh, in order to spin the hat around yourself when you're surrounded by enemies. And I think I broke my knee. I whip my cons back and forth. I whip my cons back and forth. I'm sorry. It just, whenever you mentioned it, it just struck me with pain in my <laughs> left knee and a memory. You're going to remember it for the rest of your life. Every winter when it gets cold, he'll remember Mario Odyssey. I was trying to do it the way that they you would do it if they weren't connected, and that didn't work, and so I grabbed it by the middle, and I just jerked it to the side, and I busted the shit out of my anyway i'm well, done talking. shit man you've been alive for long enough to know not to grab it by the middle and jerk it to the side the fuck's wrong with you oh no i know that's just well well there's just there's just that painful thought <laughs> stop jerking it around oh jesus <laughs> That's why I thought I kind of wonder if you knew what you were saying as you were saying it. No, I did. I, I knew exactly what I was saying. I didn't know what I was saying when I said it, but I will say, <laughs> neither one of you, uh, <laughs> neither one of you just take out all your anger and frustration on it. No. Is that not how we're supposed to do it? My doctor advised me against that. Yeah. Huh. Explains all the bends. Can we please move subject? <laughs> Uh, well, I wouldn't know, so... Oh, Jesus. Alright. Um, but yeah, so that that's what I've been playing this week. I'll give you more on Ultimate Alliance 3 when I get a little bit farther and maybe fuck around with the co-op a little bit. Because so far I'm, I've only played it single player. Well, I'm genuinely curious to hear what you think about it. I just uh, won't stop the snark because it's not my... No, that's fine. Oh! I have one more. I'm sorry. I I don't know oh, why yeah. I keep forgetting that I've played this game. Probably because Great of the sentence that's going to follow up after I tell you the title. I played the Gears 5 versus Tech Test this weekend. Ooh. It is more Gears of War. That is all I have to say about it. That sounds Gears fine to me. Gears of War being Gears of War. I mean, it's fine. You know, it's more gears. They didn't change much. It's still good. Right. His loading yeah. times are horrible. It, the, well, I think that was because it's a tech test and not everybody was playing it, so getting into a match took way mm-hmm. too fucking long. And I will say, whatever moron designed the spawn system for just the standard, like, fun arcade mode... That is the easiest mode to just get shotgunned in the back. Aww. Because people will just spawn behind you and then run up and shove the shotgun into your ass or shove a lancer down your throat. I understand that they have to test the tech, but it is weird that you are essentially being a free plate. Right, well, yeah. Well, it's not free because you either have to pre-order the game or you have to be a member of the Game Pass. What? Yeah. It wasn't just available to people. So you either have to pay for Xbox's Game Pass or you have to pre-order the game to get in. 
So I'm assuming that's why there wasn't a lot of people on. If it had been a free tech be test. More because of that one month of Game Pass. Yeah, or that bus. depends on how many people, though, that would have gone for it, uh, watched that E3 conference and jumped in. Oh, no, it was advertised on Xbox. Oh, well, then, I don't know, maybe they just didn't want it then. Yeah. Huh. I will say, so, they have a setting to turn off the gore in the game. Does Why? it still do the uh, the rainbows and butterflies? I don't know. I didn't try oh. it. Now I'm kind of sad I didn't. <laughs> okay, if they replace it with rainbows and butterflies, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I thought it was just like, you know, you chainsaw somebody and like more sparks fly or something. Now, um, well, it was a Easter egg in one of the old ones where, yeah, the uh, the end result of doing that mode with the... Uh, the gore turned off it it legitimately was rainbows and butterflies it was hilarious oh that's glorious and now yeah. i am very sad i didn't try this out <laughs> mortal kombat 9 uh had a feature where you could add you could enter codes when you were loading multiplayer games and, oh yeah, uh, yeah yeah and one of them was rainbow combat and that was like that was our go-to shtick there's just something funny about it because it's Mortal Kombat, and when you rip somebody's head off, just rainbows. Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't even mention it. I've been playing the shit out of Mortal Kombat 11, and uh, also who recently started a playthrough of Detroit Become Human. Hmm. Where have you been playing those? My brothers. Ah, uh, okay. And How are you getting on with MK11? Well, okay, so MK11 is so fucking good that even whenever I come over to play a different game, we end up going through hours of MK11 first. You gotta get some internet so we... You gotta get some internet so we can uh, do the fighting. Yeah, I will kick your ass. Oh, will you now? Oh, God. Like, that I used sounds to joke like a challenge. It. I used to joke about it because I knew I figured I'd never get my hands on it. But I have played it, and you are going down. Oh. And he has internet, so we got to figure All out right. how to coordinate this. Uh, you have it on PS4? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk after the pod. Um, All right. All right. <laughs> Control Q the Rocky music. Oh, I'm gonna God. go get a gonna go get a frozen pig. I would love to kick your ass every Friday. I do oh. want to talk about Detroit though, because do we have to? Start, yeah. Because he was pretty disappointed in his game. He played it the opening, and he did it the standard way. He played David Cage game, and he got kind of bored and put it down. And then we decided to start it together with one caveat. He handed me the controller, and I was like, how should I go through this playthrough? And he was like, however you want. And I just looked at him, and I was like, worst possible choices. And he goes, oh, yeah, dude, go for it. Let's see what happens. So the game opens. Uh, this doesn't, shouldn't spoil anybody, and you know what? Who cares? The game <laughs> opens with you being a robot uh, negotiator, and another robot has come alive and taken a hostage to feel alive, whatever. Every single point in this game is very ham-fisted and on the fucking nose. It's 
it's not a subtle game. Uh, in fact, we've taken to constantly talking about how much we love the subtlety every time the game goes so over. Uh, and so it said, look around for clues, but time is of the essence. And so I was like, fuck clues. And I walked right out onto the balcony and I just repeatedly told this hostage taker that um, he was malfunctioning and needed to be reprogrammed. Uh, and I didn't sympathize with him at all. And I came off very robotic and him and the girl fell off the roof and died. Oh my Jesus lord. Jesus fucking Christ, you monster. Uh, not only that, but then later in an interrogation, that same uh, robot got shot and killed. In fact, the first three characters that you get to take control of all died. How? How? What? I don't think I've ever seen so that wait a minute. happen. You killed Connor? Yep. The girl? Cara. And Marcus? And Marcus, yes. Connor died in interrogation room, uh, which was great because it started off with me lying to this uh, one robot who had committed a murder saying, they're, they're not going to disassemble you, bro. You'll be cool. They just, they want to know where you're coming from. And whenever he wouldn't give me the truth, I got right up in his ear and was like, you're going to fucking burn. <laughs> um, Jesus. And then he, and then he grabbed a gun off of a cop and shot me. Uh, Marcus gets killed by his painter owner's son um, because I didn't fight him or something like that. I can't remember how it went down. And um, and Kara, I got her and the kid both uh, uh, killed from the dad. Wow. See, yeah. I, I made the same choice that got Marcus quote-unquote killed. Mm-hmm. Like, I made that same choice, but I figured that was the good choice, because that makes, uh, I don't remember his name, but he's the guy from Alien. It makes him oh. not hate you. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know what, if I, hold on, I'm trying to think of Marcus. In Marcus, uh, I literally stood there until my owner died of a heart attack, and then when the police came in, I made a move that got me killed. Ah. Oh, I knocked out the sun, and so they saw just a robot standing there with a, two fucking dead people. Ah. See, I got blamed for killing the guy. Oh, all right. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't do shit, so. Yeah, and then for Kara, I just didn't do, like, I did everything wrong, as wrong as I could, because I knew immediately, and I told my brother, I said, look, here's how I want to play this. I know for a fact that this scene ends with Kara taking this kid, leaving the house and going to emancipate herself. Uh, what I want to do is I want Kara to just leave. Leave the kid in the abusive home and get out of there. And it doesn't let you do that. Uh, or maybe it does. I don't know. That's not how my choices went. But I just chose whenever the quick time events come up, for combat, I chose to just set the controller down. And it is disgusting how brutal that game gets, and I couldn't stop laughing. Laughing not because it was hilarious to watch somebody get brutalized, but only because, like, why do 
did you program this game to be so fucking brutal to this character out of anybody? Everybody else's death was a simple gunshot fade to black. And yet, for here, I gotta watch a woman get beat for 30 fucking minutes. You are, in fact, a monster. (laughs) Am I, or is David Cage? I mean, we all knew David Cage is a monster. And so I got... The man might actually be a robot. Yeah, I got sick of watching that, so I did the quick time events, and then I legitimately failed one at the very end, and that was the one. That was the final negative outcome needed to kill off Kara and the kid. Okay. I don't have a good response to this, so I think now we move on. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to point out, I've been playing those games. I I will update you with uh, Detroit as my fucking depressing playthrough continues on. Good God. We're just going to come back. It's just going to be all of the robots were melted down. The world is a worse off place, and I started Armageddon. Yeah, but there's something very enjoyable about playing a David Cage game wrong with somebody else. You know... I did. I know it's not a David Cage game, but I got a great amount of enjoyment out of Until Dawn trying to kill a character. Oh, Lord. The problem was, every time I tried to kill her, I'd end up doing it right so she survived till the end of the fucking game. <laughs> I felt like... The, I felt like... One of, the, one of the problems playing a David Cage game wrong is you realize that... You realize the constraints... You realize that there's no actual time constraint. You realize that it stops you from so many things. Right. One final thing I do want to say on on Detroit, though, is for all as on the nose and stupidly not subtle that the game is, the parts where your character breaks through their programming was kind of fun and satisfying. Like there's something schlocky I really love about it. Oh yeah, that was super awesome. Um, all right. Well, yeah, keep us posted with that, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Um, we got a couple pieces of news this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Modern Warfare or Call of Duty has talked about their new gun customization system and they're changing it up again. Is that the only thing you saw that made you say it looks good? No, no. I I watched some of the uh, gameplay from the 2v2 gunfight mode. Oh. And it actually looks like an old COD game. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Hmm. Um, But no, the gun customization system, from what I saw from just the little teaser, we're going to get more on August 1st, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, every weapon is going to be fully customizable with a certain number of attachment slots, and you can have up to five attachments per weapon. Nifty. But that's it, so you're not going to fill all of the slots? I have a weird question regarding this. Okay. Where do you think it lands scaling between customizing a gun in MGS5 to customizing a gun in the latest Metro game. I didn't play the latest Metro game, so I don't know. 
Okay, well, what I want... So where I'm saying on that is on MGS5, I feel like they give you a million options, but, like, it's not very satisfying. Whereas Metro, I don't know how many options they give you because I've never played it, but from everything I've seen, it actually looks fun. You know what? I, I'm, I'll am i probably... Obviously, I haven't actually seen it, so I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm calling Metro fun by video only. Right. I'm I'm going to go with it's probably closer to Phantom Pain. Okay. That that's just my guess on it. it now, are you knows? guessing if, that because it's COD or from what you've seen and because it's COD? I haven't seen anything. They oh, it was okay. like a it was like a one paragraph little teaser uh, article. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So we'll come we'll back. Know, we'll know more next week. All right. Unfortunately, after we record the podcast, of course. That's how it always um, Microsoft is dropping Cortana from the Xbox One as part of another dashboard update. I really hope and, that they finally get their dashboard figured out because the dashboard is garbage. Oh, it is absolute garbage. But if it looks like it does in this little thumbnail here, that's at least better. Well, it's not that great. Was a... It's that was the thing that got me like when my brother got his xbox he was like yeah this dashboard sucks and i was like that's crazy because apparently it's like miles and away better than the dashboard that it launched with oh god the dashboard it launched with was just ridiculous and confusing but the dashboard it has right now looks like they just threw up all their options yep imagine so it's imagine so what it must have looked like for game. people to call it worse yeah it's so hard to find my game, but it's so easy to find some streamer I don't give a shit about. Yeah. That, that, yeah, it's super easy to find the store, the streamers on Mixer, and what's new this week for the Xbox Game Pass. But if you want to uh, find your friends list or your game's library, good fucking luck. Mm hmm. And it's like uh, no no UI system, particularly on the Xbox, you should not be required to have to use both the Xbox guide and the dashboard simultaneously. Like, like the guide is for when you're in a game and the dashboard is for when you're not. You shouldn't have to use both. No, I, I agree. Yeah, so hopefully this will make it a little bit better. My hopes are not high. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last piece of news so cyberpunk has come out and said that they will feature real world religions even if it offends people I I don't like that extra caveat otherwise gives a fuck this shouldn't be news if, yeah no it shouldn't be I, I read that and went yeah you're in a modern society of course there's going to be religions this is, this is taking place on earth not having yeah. them in there is either saying they were all wiped out in some terrible war or you're just not acknowledging them. Yeah. But the I fact that they're I saying it's like the the fact that they're saying even if it offends people, I don't think anybody's gonna get offended that you put religion no, no, they will. <laughs> well Everyone as will. long as as long as major religions are covered, most people probably wouldn't be offended because their religion would be in there. By saying even if it offends people, it feels like like someone's not going to be included 
or that they're going to be taking the piss out of something. Yeah. But so yeah. Um this feels this being news feels like a remnant of games or toys for kids, which I thought we've been past. Right. Yeah. Literally I, every I, kid that was around when that idea was conjured is way past being an adult now. Exactly. So it 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 should be a non-story, but I feel like it's going to be a story. He so I figured this, we'd this rated R film that we are uh, making. It's going to have adult themes, and we don't care who gets offended. Yeah, I don't care shit. Well, see, they kind of did that with Deadpool, remember? And then everybody got mad because they brought their kids to see it, and they got all pissy and everybody went those... well what the fuck did you expect yeah, yeah those people don't count although They're... i i was actually in the theater behind a woman who turned to her boyfriend and right as she was like i thought you said this was a superhero movie was the moment that uh deadpool said you know you're probably thinking my boyfriend said that this was a superhero movie. <laughs> this guy just, you know, shish kebab this other guy. Fucking this kebab. This other guy into a fucking kebab. That's yeah. the greatest fucking thing I've ever heard. She probably freaked out for like a month thinking the movie was talking to her. God, the Deadpool movies are. Oh, they're so good. And three's in the works, I think. So. Oh, what am I doing? Fun. I have news too. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do. Okay, so some quick news. I want to start with this one. Google released more details on the Stadia subscription. Oh, boy. It's not a Netflix account. Remember how we were trying to figure out how do they have a free version and a paid version? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The paid version comes with one free game a month, like Xbox Live and PSN. Otherwise, you just buy games. What's the fucking point, then? So, hold on. On the one hand, that's, like, cool in the sense that you do own the game. uh, And it doesn't quite push us to where streaming is is pushing us as far as everything just being licensed. Um, Even though owning a game is licensing, whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, like, cheaper than, uh, the other ones, except, I guess it's not, because it's $15 a month. Yeah. Uh, I guess on the one hand, it's good because it's competitive. I don't know. On the other hand, yeah, dude, what the fuck is the point of Stadia now? Just to confuse the fuck out of all of us. And throw in another thing to compete with, uh, uh, brain can't think, everything else. Throw in another thing to compete with everything else. When Microsoft combines uh, Game Pass and xCloud, they are then the dominant force. Like, Google had the chance to, to really go hard on streaming as a platform and now i don't care 
exactly. But you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll bring it back, right? Maybe. Probably not. I know. Okay. Uh, next one. Um, the Switch is being sued for Joy-Con drift. Wow. Uh, surprise, but still. Yeah. Um. And they're handling it weird. It's a, I don't know. It, has Nintendo always been this ass backwards, and they just kind of fall into success, or, or what? Like I don't understand this company. Anyway, moving on. It from depends that. on what iteration of Nintendo you're talking about. If we're talking the Wii or the Virtual Boy era. Hmm. Uh, the UK has ruled that surprise mechanics are not gambling. I'm sorry. I saw that, and my brain still can't fathom it, but... Oh, boy. You dense motherfuckers. You can't <laughs> withdraw money from it, so it's not gambling. It... And before... It and before it's not cool to, uh... Before it's not cool to say anymore, let, let's face it, 0.14% of the population just put Boris Johnson in charge of the whole nation. I'm not surprised they made this dumb choice. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Also, fun fact, GTA just released a new casino DLC. That costs so real fucking money. Well, no, no, no. No, you spend the real money for the shark cards and then you use your in-game money to buy chips in the casino. So you pay for your in-game money with real money to gamble away your in-game money like, in a so casino. Like, it's so on the nose. As long as you can't withdraw money from the game and get part of your money back, then it's not gambling. So, I do, I do want to say this isn't part of my news, but you just reminded me by even mentioning Rock. Uh, Rockstar globally, all their studios around the world, are on a huge hiring spree. So I actually think GTA 6 is going to be on the next-gen console. I don't doubt it. Well, because, you know, everybody thinks that they're going to move on to Bully or something, but, like, at the rate that they're hiring, it's got to be a bigger game than that. Well, they could still be working on Bully. I mean, look at what they did with Red Dead. They promised us a PC release, and we still haven't gotten that shit. Well, yeah, and, and, and I'm not saying that they can't be, but what I'm saying is Bully would not warrant the amount of hiring they're doing. No, absolutely not. So GTA 6 is definitely on the horizon. Yeah, we're talking anywhere from 10 to 30 job openings at all of their major studios around the world. Even the slave shop they have in India. Sweet God. Yeah, that, that's not a bad thing to say. We all hate crunch here, right? Yeah. No, okay. and if they hire a shitload more people and they don't have crunch because of it, good. Control, I swear, at some point, one of the things I'll say are gonna, are gonna, I don't know, pull something out of you. I feel really bad right now. Although then again, we're gonna go from here to grilling you, so. <laughs> Alright, so this last thing is something that I wanted to bring up anyway, because I've been noticing it for the past couple weeks. But then, last night, I found some news that is kind of crazy. So, I was going to bitch earlier because literally every major and 
medium. What do you call somebody that's not a minor YouTuber, but isn't like a top tier YouTuber? Intermediate. Okay. Medium. Intermediate. <laughs> Every medium or intermediate to top tier YouTuber that is Spon tangentially related to games has been doing uh, paid sponsorships for Raid Shadow Legends. Yep. One of the more egregious ones I've seen, or some of the more egregious ones I've seen, are where the person that's usually talking, and even though you know it's a paid promotion, it's still shitty whenever they're like, and one of my favorite things about the game is how they got this new character, and you can do this. And it's like, I know you don't play this type of game. They're trying to sell Raid Shadow Legends as like a real traditional turn-based RPG on mobile, made for mobile from the ground up, and so it's like not tacking on bullshit controls or nothing, but like just two seconds of any footage of this game and you go, no, I know it. <laughs> no, that, I've seen footage of that game. It looks like the fucking Ninja Turtles game my ex-girlfriend used to play. It looks like the bullshit that we bitch about mobile games. Yeah, that too. And so I've been like... I had had a whole spiel planned about how I can't believe that Raid is spending all this money on uh, these advertisements. Like, they are going for broke shooting out advertisements for this, right? Right. And then a YouTuber by the name of Key Issues, who I'm actually not familiar with, but for some reason the algorithm gave me this post of theirs came out and said oh no wait i know where they're at they did a weird video where they ranked all of superman's live action suits and uh quick side note man of steel's best eat a dick um <laughs> all right <laughs> i i didn't know we were gonna fight about this today but okay oh god i don't see why you would fight about it it's just i i don't care i don't even like superman go on that's because it's based on live-action movies and only the Christopher Reeve movies. are First two. Um, and Superman Returns makes it a good trilogy, but the movie on its own sucks. Why am I talking about this? Anyway, Key Issues <laughs> did uh, an ad for Raid Shadow Legends and didn't get paid at all. And they've emailed the company and everything, uh, but have not heard from them, and they're asking people to you know, retweet the problem and you can, it's key issues cast on Twitter or whatever if, if anybody wants to do that, because I, I, I do think that it's important. But like, how fucking shady is that? So not only do they have this money-grubbing mobile game that is pure mobile game, but they're not even paying all these advertisers for all the ads they're taking out. That ain't, and considering how YouTube is going, a lot of these influencers and YouTubers depend on these ads for their Influ revenue so yeah, they can absolutely. eat. Yep. So that's real bullshit. Yeah. Shame on you, Raid Shadow Legend people. Shame on you. All right, I want to take a break because you're getting a little scratchy. All right. getting a little scratchy. It. It's my mic. I can't do anything about it right now. Okay. Um. But yeah. yeah. Is that all your news? That's all my news. All right. 
And now it's time to grill our two-week absent co-host. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. So, buddy, how was Comic-Con? It was fun. Um, just as hectic as I kind of expected, but in a good way. So, when I go, I assist a buddy of mine at his booth. Um, great guy. Draws goofy comics. Lots of original artwork. Um, but Do you have a name there. for any of those comics? So, it's... Actually, I think for anything to follow him on, it's Jeff Pena writes and draws stuff. That's like one of the main tags that he uses. Um, he's got a Facebook, he's got Twitter and so on and so forth. I think he even has a Patreon. Um, but I, I help him out at his booth and getting there though, day one, well, technically day zero preview night, Wednesday, we get there and we get a chance to walk the floor for a bit. A lot of nice stuff. A lot of stuff still uh, hidden behind banners. So one of the big ones that we had seen was a uh, Star Wars booth. Hasbro and Star Wars always do a big thing each year. But you yeah. can see all of the different Stormtrooper armors from over the years. Cool. Yeah, it was actually pretty neat. They ended up. I didn't. I didn't mean to sound disappointed with it. I uh, I got beef with Hasbro and how they make their action. Yeah, some of their action figures suck. Yeah, their Marvel but, Legends have been going down in quality. Yeah. Oh, I agree. They did have a couple of them posted up, though, like a bunch of retro ones, which were pretty cool. So it was like the original X-Men squad. Oh. But okay. when the banners finally came down, you had the stage lined with each of the Stormtroopers, including the ones from the upcoming movie, uh, the Death Troopers, which looked pretty mm. cool. And you mean the uh, the the new Sith troopers, the red ones. Also them. So sorry, the oh. Death Troopers were prominent in Rogue One. I apologize. Yeah. Um, but yes, they also had the Red Stormtroopers. Uh, they also had the Red Stormtrooper as a like life-sized Lego statue. So that was kind of funny. I watched them building that on YouTube. It was really cool. Yeah. They uh, and then on the screen behind it, they were actually showing like a lot of the action clips so that was cool to see because some of those you know you kind of forget the cool action that you get out of star wars and then you'll you'll look back and you'll spot it's like man that was a really cool fight scene or a really cool battle yeah it was stuck inside of a crappy movie like uh episode two yeah (laughs) the entire geonosis fight yeah which was fucking awesome except it was stuck in that shit house of a movie yep but uh, so we saw that um, inside. I really want to fight you guys here and be like, hey, episode two is at least better than episode one. But despite how much I hate it, uh, despite how much I hate episode one, I have never made it through episode two without falling asleep. So <laughs> sounds about right. But no, uh, one of the coolest things, though, in the Hasbro booth was they had a diorama of. I think I want to say it was like nine different fight scenes made out of action figures. Oh, buddy. All X-Men. So it's Ooh, just a massive buddy. X-Men fight scene 
with like in one corner it's like a sewer battle with uh kitty pride the juggernaut and a whole shit ton of others i think cable and bishop were in on that scene too but Mm. then you look at a different portion of it and you see a sentinel and beast and magneto and then you look at another portion of it and it's got mr sinister massive and awesome um and then they also the other half of it was their magic the gathering stuff so they had a couple of cool little books about like the history of magic um and like some certain of the prominent planeswalkers they missed out on this one what's that a certain super producer is going to be mad that they missed out on this part yeah. <laughs> um she'll listen to it later i actually picked up the exclusive comic-con magic cards now she's going to be jealous <laughs> i've i've got the box sitting here and i you know i bitched about them the resellers but when you see a box that contains five magic cards popping up for double and triple its value you kind of debate it <laughs> well that's hmm. the whole thing it's you look at it and go no it's super lucrative if you do it you're yeah. just also you just also have to live with the fact that you are a massive jackass. <laughs> exactly. Um but no, con- continuing on, they like they had a massive SpongeBob thing. Um I don't know why cuz didn't SpongeBob end? No. Yeah. Um uh, no, it's back again. Oh god. Yeah, there's okay, going to explain it. There's going to be a prequel series and a bunch of other stuff now that Hillenburg is dead and can't fight it. But uh, so they had a giant crusty crab there, and you could actually order a burger. Ooh, how was it? I I didn't get one because the line was oh, massive every day. Like it was it was kind of retarded. Every everybody wanted their crabby patty. Yep. Uh, very recently, the cast of SpongeBob, specifically just uh, SpongeBob and Patrick, uh, Bill Fabernacki and. Tom Kenny, there we go. Whew, almost blanked on. Um, they actually dressed up uh, as chefs and went to a restaurant that they changed into the Krusty Krab. That's pretty cool, honestly. Oh, uh-huh. that's awesome. They they serve. I don't know if they they themselves served burgers, but I know that they did do like scene reenactments and stuff as their characters, and they that's changed the menu to be Krabby Patties and stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I, that's hilarious. I'm, I would be happy to hear about that. Uh, one of it's, the weirdest it's, things... It's I really got me cross on the whole, like, Disney doubling down on, on SpongeBob hmm. after Hillenburg passed away, because, like, they're doing things that he actively didn't want to do, but then they're also doing stuff that feels like it's so for the fans. Right. So, one of the weirder things I saw there was for a cell phone game. Summoner's okay. War. I've heard of it. Yeah, like, I've heard of it, I've seen the commercials for it, but they literally had a booth parked up right next to Blizzard's. Ooh. I I don't think it was like a collab thing, it was just, hey, yeah, this is going to be great marketing for us. So they probably paid (laughs) a pretty goddamn penny for it. Oh, Um, this fucking game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, Blizzard's booth, not much going on. So they had the giant screens overhead playing a bunch of the cinematic stuff, which cool to stop and just stare at these giant, you know, 50-foot screens playing WoW 
you know, CGI movies, basically. Um, but they had a couple of exclusives. I, being a glutton, got a couple of them. Uh, one of them was the Artanis statue for all you StarCraft players. It's actually a very fancy-looking statue. The uh, Reinhardt and Bridget pop figures for all you pop gluttons. I got it just because, you know, it's exclusive and there's no line right now, so I'll pick it up. Um, the Golden Zenyatta, because I got the Golden uh, Soldier 76 last year. So I think every year I go, I'm just going to get the gold fig they come out with. And then Hasbro teamed up with, well, they've teamed up with them for a while now. Um, but they came out with a alternate skinned Reinhardt for the Hasbro figure. So oh, that's awesome. That. Yeah. So I snagged that as well. And it's got like the full shield deployed. So you can have the full shield out or you can have them, you know, smashing down with his hammer. So it's, it's a cool figure. It's a cool yep. statue. Um, and it's one of their con exclusive color schemes. Um, a video game that was there, I didn't take the time to go play it because I actually want to, like, if I ever play it, I want to just sit down and play. The Man of Medan. Oh, they had Man of Medan there? Yes. Um, oh, I am that game for Man with. of Medan. I saw Me a couple too. clips of people playing it. And it looks interesting, um, but I didn't want to sit down because it was like, if I play it here, I'm either going to A, hate it, or B, be so aggravated that I can't keep playing it that when it finally comes out, I'm just going to be angry. Did Did you know that that game has like a movie night yes. mode where everybody takes control of another character? Yes, I did. They also I cannot have wait. player co-op. Oh, I man. can't wait to do that with my friends. Yeah, I really either. can't. I'm so excited for this game. I'm familiar with. Yeah, so there's a there's two player co op for it as well. Um, Monster Hunter had their big booth. Uh, sadly, this year they didn't go with the giant fuck off dragon statue that they had last year. Um, That's a shame. Yeah, this year they had they because the new expansion came out for the Frost Kingdom or whatever. I thought it hadn't come out yet. It's coming out. Oh, sorry. It's coming out. So they had a demo of that there. So you could try that out. Um, and that you could take a little photo opt in like this little corner region with, I think, one of the new characters that gets kind of showcased, which was cool to see. Um, I enjoy Monster Hunter. However, I would rather not break any more controllers. <laughs> and I was about to ask, hey, do you want to play Monster Hunter sometime? <laughs> <laughs> so Bluefin had a booth there. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Bluefin. Uh, they do a lot of like models and figures, so mm -hmm. like Gunpla. Okay, yeah. Uh, I actually got a couple of things from them. Um, either of you guys familiar with G Gundam? Yeah. I got a Master Grade G Gundam uh, for Domon Kashu. God damn. So, yeah, the Burning Gundam. Uh, it was pretty, it's pretty cool. I can't wait to put it together because I did love that series for how can Um, A lot of the other portions of Khan were pretty standard. So you got your standard, like, resellers booths and your swag booths or... 
buy your mystery box here. Spend 40 bucks, you'll get $60 worth of stuff. Too bad $50 of that stuff is garbage I would never pay money for. Yeah, no, I fucking hate those mystery box booths. One out of a hundred might have something cool in it. Um, yeah, it's like it, whenever it's you re- get it's like whenever you it's... get your loot crate. Yeah. And in order to reach that like, you know, more than you paid for price point, they throw a bunch of warheads in there. Yeah, that crap like that exactly. See um, the problem. The the thing is though, loot crate, like at least everything in it is cool to somebody. Even if it's not cool to you, one of your friends can take something out of the loot out of the loot crate. Yeah, those those loot like boxes that they sell. Yeah, those loot boxes that they sell at cons, mostly full of garbage. Yeah, and I I can I can definitely agree and attest to that because I've done that once or twice back in the day. Um, what other really good booths were there? I mean, if you're a Funko Pop lunatic they had their giant wall of funko i'm not really a lunatic about them some of them are pretty cool i actually kind of prefer the q figs which are more animated and stuff. yeah i like nendoroid yeah i'm a big nendroid fan because that's just figma but chibi. oh the the nendroids they had a micro booth with their figmas and their new nendroids some of those were pretty cool to see i really wanted to buy one but they're so expensive. Even at con, it was like, yeah, you want to get the the Figma for, you know, an Overwatch character. It's sixty five starting. I was like, fuck. Oh yeah, no dollars. I can't do this. I I wanted to buy the Kanti collection, uh, Nendroid for Bismarck. Hmm. Yeah, she was like ninety dollars. Yeah. But they're they're again amazing figures. I love their articulations. They're similar to play arts. Yeah, except better quality. Yes. Uh, although I still love some of the play art stuff for Batman because what the shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one so for the Q figs, one of the ones that I think you guys should look up is the Q fig for the Bat Family. So it's like a full size like standard Batman. But he has a bunch of chibi versions of the other Bat family members. So oh. Red Hood, the Robins, and he's like he's holding up his hand and Batgirl is sitting on his hand. That's adorable. Oh, I yeah. want hmm. it. It was so stupid adorable. Um outside of the con. Uh actually like on the back mezzanine, this is something a couple of people will probably be like, oh man, that's fucking awesome. They do sword battles. So the guys that, you know, they're full armor, they've got blunted weapons and they're capped weapons, they still hurt like a bitch. But every day, like five times a day, they would actually do sword fighting on the back of these, these are like those guys who are like in the full like medieval plate, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, on that, on that subject, I'll tell you the one thing I saw from Comic-Con that looks joyous. And it was a rodeo type. You know how you gotta like, you know the the areas where you ride a mechanical bull. Uh huh. Yeah. It was a mechanical bull, but instead of being a bull, it was a hot dog, and you had to stay on this hot dog while people pelted you with plastic hot dogs. Like everybody in the crowd just had a bunch of plastic hot dogs that Sounds they would like throw, but people were like, thing. it does sound were like, like an adult swim thing. People in the crowd were whipping these things. 
circus people, yeah. and it was hilarious. I don't doubt that that was actually probably one of the Adult Swim's events, because that's the thing. Diff so everything I've been discussing was inside the convention center. To me, there's stuff outside of the convention hall as well. And I was I was away from Mike for a split second, so I didn't get to bitch that Play Arts Kai charges way too much uh, for the quality of their product. And even with the cool stuff like their Batman, pick a fucking scale already. Stop doing these weird fucking scales. True. But for me personally, I feel like you've been burying the lead when it comes to action figures. Because there's only one that really geeked me out. Which was which one's that? The SH Figure Arts Gogeta. <laughs> so now, and that's the thing: different type of figures. Because yeah, they can like they do a combination, and theirs are very similar to Figma. I feel like I feel like the only thing you can say negative about the SH Figure Arts is that for the most part particularly, you know, everything up until now, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it goes for posability over aesthetics. Yeah. They've had some of the ugliest knees I've ever seen. Not that they've <laughs> fixed that, um, but I think that they've gotten better. Figma, I, I, I used to be cross on because, like, I used to care about aesthetics more, and so I always thought, like, they have the ugliest knees because whenever they're standing straight up, you got that disc that sticks out. Yeah. But then one day I realized that is the smoothest knee you'll ever get. Yeah, especially if you're going for any degree of posability. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, but, but you went out and you bought, out of, out of the top three figures... And I don't even know what the third would be at this point. Because uh, I think it's a tie for a couple. Maybe Goten. But out of the top three figures that SH Figure Arts has ever made, you got the number two figure in a Comic-Con variant. And I just... I want to high-five you. I want to choke you out. I want to <laughs> rob you. So, I'm, go I'm, I'm actually going to make this a little worse for you then. Because what you also have was, Super Boo? No, that was given to me. No, my butt because that getting those particular exclusives was all raffle. My no, my friend got the raffle and he was in line. I'm, I was standing next to him, I was like, I can't buy anything because I'm not part of the exclusives line. And my buddy, he's at the counter and they're like, Yeah, you can pick, you know, you can get two of any of them. And he just looks at me, he's like, did you want something? And I hadn't even looked at the list, so I was like, so I just, I took a quick glance up, I was like, Gogeta? Like, okay, is it blue-haired Gogeta, like, or? Blue-haired Gogeta. Perfect, wow. Yes, so it's, it's Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta, and... I didn't yeah, know if they, like, just, changed uh, it to be regular Super Saiyan, that would have been irritating if their main line was blue and their variant was just yellow. No, uh, anyway, the okay, variant, go ahead. yeah, the variant changes up like the uh, the um, like mini detail coloring, but yeah. the core coloring's the same. Um, but yeah, but... he he just looked at me. He was like, "Did you want one?" And I just spat out a name that I saw up there. I could have gotten the Frieza, Gogeta, or there was a. Uh, sadly, actually, 
I feel bad because there was a metal grade Gundam that they had up there, but it was not, it was already sold out. So it was kind of dang because that metal grade would have been pretty cool. But I didn't I'm want to so into SH figure arts that like I'm sitting here crossing my fingers hoping that you don't name <laughs> like uh, you, you, you said Frieza, you said Gogeta. And I'm like, if he says perfect seller, boo, I'm going to be so mad that this was a they fucking did, giveaway. Neither of them were there. And that's the thing. It Thank wasn't God. a giveaway. It was a raffle. Well, a raffle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they weren't uh, they were not there. So they were not uh, an option. Um, Good. I can't yeah. believe they had Frieza. Oh, that must be their new Frieza. Yes. So that's again, that's a lot of the stuff that was on the con floor. There were some other ones, like they did the supernatural announcement and signing on the con floor. So that was kind of madness for about an hour there. Dope. <laughs> How Wait, was the what con? They for, what did they announce for Supernatural? It's the final season. Oh right. So they were there right. talking about it and doing their signings. Well, yeah, how was the cosplay like? on the show floor? On the show floor, you got some, not much, just because some of the people have larger outfits, and you can't really showcase that in a crowded con floor. Um, still yeah. pretty good, though. I got a couple of photos. Probably saw the best Boba Fett I've ever seen, so that was cool. Um, but How many Deadpools board, and Harley Quinns? <laughs> enough to be annoying and not enough hot ones. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. But when I look up, sometimes you see the things you just don't wanna see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, I don't often begrudge them people, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh also I feel like personally, ever since the film came out, like you have to step up your game for a Deadpool uh cosplay now. And so most of the ones that you see that look like cheap Halloween city costumes just don't yeah. cut it anymore. And there, there were a couple of really good Deadpool's. Won't deny that. Um, hell, one There's of them, it, it looked like he bought a replica, like a proper replica of the the uh, the stage costume. It was <laughs> that was probably Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Ryan Reynolds just walking around the f- in mass. Because he did steal the one that. from the first film. Yes, he did. Um, but yeah, I. I feel bad because I don't take as many photos as I used to of costumes. Mostly yeah. because I know I'm like, if I really wanted to see SDCC costumes, I could Google that and find professional photographers who have taken much better photos than I ever could with my cell phone. Yeah. Yeah, but then well, then there's a chance that you can get in the picture with them. That's this true. This might if you be. Want to. It might be a. Just I don't know. It might be my own kind of quirk, but there's something valuable about having a memory over a photo and that's true yeah because uh and this is actually one from last year i came across a uh brin of tarth costume and i literally walked up because it was like i saw the metalwork and the chain mail and the plate mail stuff and all that i just walked up i was like i love your costume i'm not gonna ask for a photo i just want to know did you do that metalwork yourself And I ended up having like a half hour conversation with her on the floor of the convention center, just talking about her armor. It was really fun. Did she do the metalwork herself? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I saw saw through uh, Adam Savage. You did? Uh, No, no, no. Through him. Through him and his stuff. 
I saw a, a woman that does this cosplay, and she cosplayed as the the main metal armed character from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, okay, Edward. Edward. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch the show Edward or anything. Elric. She looked yeah. amazing, but she had this amazing metalwork arm, and you would not have known if he did not do this special. You would not. It was all silicon. Oh yeah, no, they can. You can. You can get some really amazing uh, detail yeah. work with, uh, she, with the right stuff. She makes some of the best armor I've ever seen, but that's um, the one that sticks out because that's the one I figure you guys would. Yeah. So, outside the convention hall, I didn't experience all of it, but they had a Borderlands museum, Ooh. which is kind of funny. Um, literally just history of Borderlands. They had a bunch of stands and stuff. Uh, I had a friend that went, she got the Borderlands logo buzzed into the side of her head. Ooh, that's she, she does the, she does like the, uh, half head buzz swoop to the side thing. So the it's half still a ballsy buzz, move. she got it done. But, uh, Adult Swim has a big thing that they do there. Um, generally stupid shit, Rick and Morty, stuff like that. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith does movie viewings on a boat. That's pretty dope. And the signage for it is IMDB. However, after B, it's IMD boat. Huh. <laughs> um, and he he'll usually do announcements and stuff. So like the uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, the reboot for that and a couple other things. Um, Amazon had one for their new show the boys oh yeah you know what i do want to say fun prime is one of the we we were having a chat about streaming services earlier it's one i never bring up because it's just whatever but the people they have quality other reasons that's that's exactly people get prime for buying shit and it's like well Hey, you're already giving us money. Here's a bunch of other free shit to go with it. Yeah, and they can eat it because of uh they can eat the cost because of, you know, their Amazon. Yeah. But uh yeah. I will say they at least they do have quality content so far. And the yeah. boys just looks like another one. I actually think I read that comic, but I can't remember if it was that or the losers. <laughs> um I I still don't remember the losers being a comic. Offhand I can't think of it admittedly Mm. um but yeah so that's that's a lot of the stuff that i myself saw i know there was definitely other things kind of going on and obviously you've got the after parties but that stays behind closed doors um somebody had weird vanilla sky sex Woo! no (laughs) so the upstairs of the convention hall they also do they have viewing rooms for anime tv movies stuff like that Hall H, where they do all their major announcements and, you know, have 20,000 people sitting in a room staring hundreds of feet away at a small stage of people. Yeah, and for all of our listeners, we're actively avoiding Hall H because if you need to know what happened there, everybody else has covered it. Yep. Yep. We're here for the the on-the-ground reporting from our reporter in the field. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, it... It was a lot of fun, and I will say this: it felt it because 
I did my article before I actually left stating like my worries about, you know, scalpers and just a crowded con floor for people just there for the wrong reasons did not feel that way. Like this cool. year, it was a lot of new people. Like you talk to a lot of the, the goers and it was like, Oh yeah. You know, do you come to Comic-Con each year? And it was like, no, this is my first time was almost the normal answer. Hmm. Which was fantastic. Like, New blood, new experience for new people is is mm-hmm. fantastic to me. Hopefully I'll get to be the new blood next year. Hey, hopefully. Go for that pro badge. And try. Um but yeah. Good. Other than that, I don't have much else to uh to talk about for it. As I said, there was probably a lot more going on that I may not have been able to experience or go to but it's a blast You're only one person. Blast and it was a good time awesome yeah uh all right we did it guys yeah made it another hour Woo! uh anybody got any final thoughts on anything here um i, I think that i've covered pretty much everything i had to say this week for the yeah, first right. time ever I'm back and I'm back on a regular schedule, so woo. Yeah. See how long uh, that lasts. <laughs> I guess uh let's plug some shit. Well, as with every week, uh Facebook at uh well Facebook.com slash the Z Guru Review and twitch.tv slash control freak. See me on uh Twitch Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And the Guru Review, I try to do weekly updates. Sometimes I miss a week just because my brain's not working. As our brains tend not to do sometimes. Woo! Uh, light? Um, nothing this week. I, uh, I sadly haven't been working on too much beyond just this podcast. Alright, fair enough. Uh, obviously, you can find us... On Facebook, just search groups, Gaming Casual Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at Gaming Casual Pod. And you can find me personally on Twitter, at SedgeGaming, YouTube.com, SedgeGaming, and Twitch.tv, slash Lord Sedge. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love all of you. And we will see you next week. Not literally see you, though. We're not that creepy. They don't know. Oh, I am. I'm not that you. creepy. Leave those those two. Be careful. Look, to quote <laughs> Nathiri from Avatar, I see you. Jesus. Ugh. Goodbye. <laughs> Good night. Hey, guys. Sedge here. Uh, just wanted to give a quick shout-out to our intro music, 8-Bit Onward by Heatley Bros. You can find them on YouTube, and I will be posting the link in the description. Thanks. Bye.